0: Hey everyone, it's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, and you're listening to another DevOps Chat. Happy to be joined by our guest uh, who's actually in London today, and he's Dale Vecchio. Uh, Dale is with uh, LZ Labs. Dale, welcome to DevOps Chat. Thanks, Alan. Great to talk to you. Great to have you here. So, Dale, let's first do a little sort of uh, level set. What, you know, give us a little bit of your personal background, maybe your journey, and then, you know, tie that into how you come to LZ Labs and what they're about.
1: Sure, Alan, uh, I'm currently the chief marketing officer at LZ Labs, which was a startup company out of Switzerland designed to help customers move mainframe workload to modern x86 open cloud environments. But before that, I was 18 years a Gartner analyst uh, covering the mainframe, I probably took 10,000 inquiries over those years to mainframe customers all over the world. And I used to to joke I was the only Gartner analyst with a theme song, and it was called, Should I Stay or Should I Go? by The Clash. (laughs) Mainframe customers weren't quite sure if they wanted to stay or they wanted to go, and I said, well, you know, here's the challenges and opportunities if you stay, here's the challenges and opportunities if you go, you make the decision. I, you know... I don't have a dog in this fight. But I was 18 years a mainframe software vendor. I grew up as a mainframe application developer and assembler, systems programmer, the whole nine yards. So I've been dealing with this platform in one way or the other for four decades.
0: Yeah. You know, Dale, it's funny. You get to a certain age, not that I'm saying you're old, but I am, and uh, you get to a certain age and you're surprised how many people that you've dealt with that you run into who actually their roots in it where i was a mainframe developer i was writing code on mainframes you know back in the 70s 80s even 90s um and that's very different of course than you know generations past people have come into the workplace since 2000 let's say or whatever um so so dale you have you have that historical perspective look there are people who, and like you said, they've got a dog in the race. I'm in the same boat, right? We we get cutting edge DevOps, Agile people who say if it's not on the cloud and SaaS, and you know, it it just can't keep up to today's pace. And then I I run into a lot of people whose businesses still run on mainframe. You guys actually did a, a survey. I think it was uh, in conjunction or in partnership
1: with Microsoft. Correct
0: on, on kind of people's attitudes towards their mainframe, if you will.
1: That, that's right, because I, I have always found <clears throat> the challenge for the mainframe moving forward is not a technical one. It's, an, it's a great box. I, I've always been a fan of the box and the hardware. The problem is that people have lost um, faith in it being the only platform in town. I mean, you can't say, I can't run mission-critical workload On the cloud, or an x86. I mean, I don't know how, how does Amazon do it, or eBay, or Google, or Facebook, or any global startup in the last 20 years hasn't been built on a mainframe. So there are technical options. But the disciples of the mainframe, as you said, baby boomers, born between 1946 and 1964, even if an organization says, oh, I have young developers, your decision makers, your database administrators, your system programmers, those guys are not young.
0: Right, they cut their teeth on them.
1: And and I always used to say that the biggest decider of whether a customer wanted to stay on a mainframe or not was the age of the CIO. Because if you're an older CIO, as you said, you grew up in the world, you understand the value proposition of the box. If you're a younger person, not so much. So that skill survey that we did, we wanted to get some objective measures from 500 uh, senior IT leaders around the globe what is it you think about this platform? There's two things that came out of that that was pretty shocking. First off, the um, almost everybody has open source cloud and agile development as key components of their uh, IT strategy moving forward. Now, does that say the main, mainframe can't participate in those? No. Uh, is it where you're most likely to find those things? Probably not. So everyone is – So that's the first part. The second part was 94% of the respondents said they would consider getting off the mainframe, number Mm. one, which is a shocking number to me. Now, I didn't say they will, said they would, which 10 years ago, you wouldn't have got that kind of number. But I think the one that was more surprising to us was that half of the mainframe companies that we surveyed have lost faith because IBM is more focused on the cloud and Watson. And they're not even sure that the keeper of the flame is as focused on that platform as, say, Copyware, who is 100% focused on that. I mean, they have a great DevOps story.
0: Yeah, but look, all of the mainframe people have developed a DevOps story, right? Dell, whether it's it's IBM, is, as as you said, the keeper of the flame, or the Compuways, the CAs, and there's a few others we've dealt with that are you know mainframe vendors and stuff. Here's here's how I kind of couple of things. First of all, that that fifty percent number on people's perception about IBM's focus on the mainframe. I get it. You know, I go to IBM Think every year. It's this huge, it's in uh, Moscone this year. And, you know, it's a huge floor. And you look at how much is dedicated to mainframe versus, you know, the shining new objects. Last year, well, it's been Watson for a few years, but this past year it was the um, um, uh, not cognitive, what's the new Uh, computers it was like a copper machine whatever I forgot the name it'll come to me I'm sure while we're talking but anyway um, but yet when you look at the bottom line when you look at the revenue and and I'm not a stock pundit and I'm not here giving anyone investment advice nor
1: I nor I
0: their revenue still comes way, way, way more than they would like to really tout. Well,
1: well their, profit does. their profit, their does. profit, yeah, yeah that's yeah. for sure. I mean, but this is, this is a challenge for anyone with a main, revenue. it's not a bad box. You're faced with the challenges of skills decline. Most of the, if not all, of the vendors in this space are very focused on maintenance revenue. Why would anybody buy Rocket? Or CA? Why would an investor look at that unless they were managing the maintenance revenue streams? So that doesn't bode well. This is not about whether that box is any good. It's the dynamics of the market are working against it.
0: I, I get it. Yeah, by the way, it was quantum computing. Uh-huh. That, that was yeah, oh
1: yeah, quantum computing. Yeah,
0: yeah. That that was definitely the shiny bullet at last year's thing. And and you're right. Look, you got Chris O'Malley at Compuware, and and he he. You know he's all mainframe and he's not shy about it either. CA, a lot of people are saying the whole reason Broadcom bought CA was 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 you know for for mainframe. I, I don't know if I buy revenue, that
1: either. for mainframe revenue.
0: Yeah, mainframe well,
1: revenue, right? more for main,
0: main more for using the mainframe customer base to go sell uh, routers and switches, which I. I'm not. We'll talk about that offline. But let's let's stick to the survey. So yeah, I I can understand the fifty percent. It doesn't jive, of course, with IBM's profits. But uh, here here's my um, kind of basic nitty gritty on this store on this issue. Dale is yeah. We'd all look. I I'd like to get a different car. I'd like to do something different. The problem is. The trillions, and I, it is literally trillions of dollars that have been sunk into mainframe. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know how many organizations can just afford to walk away from them.
1: Well, wow. this, is, this is sort of the challenge when you talk about this, is it becomes a very black or white conversation. People talk, the, the oh, you're saying the mainframe is dead. No, we're not saying the mainframe is dead. What we were talking about is mainframes getting marginalized to the high end of workload. If you went back 20, 30 years ago, there were 30 or 40,000 mainframes. Now there's maybe three or 4,000 mainframes. Now, sure, they're much bigger than they were. So there's been mm-hmm. some consolidation. But even in the number of customers, there are fewer. One of the things that I always found the time I was at Gartner, and even out of this, what these survey numbers tell me, is they want to get off. They want to. They don't because they're not sure they want the risk, number one. And number two, they don't have to because they still have the people. But as those, every single one of them in that survey, 85% of them said, yeah, we have got a problem. So you're either going to fix the problem or you're not. And that gets us to the whole conversation about DevOps. Just can I bring Mohammed to the mountain or the mountain to Mohammed? Can I bring all of that DevOps agile mindset to a platform where the culture is 180 degrees from that? You know, all of the things that are made for them were designed for security, reliability, availability. They weren't there for speed. There's not all the automated testing. People don't understand these applications and what they do. It's the joke. These aren't legacy systems. They're leprosy systems. Nobody wanted to touch them. Because they might lose a body part. So how are you okay. going to do agile dev and DevOps in that environment? Mm-hmm. So is it technically possible? Absolutely. Does CompuWare have a compelling story? Absolutely. Have they convinced enough that you believe that the future of the mainframe is bright, or it's going to continue to decline?
0: I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess time. You know, time. Time will tell us that. I've often thought, why can't you duplicate the resiliency, the power, if you will, of the mainframe?
1: Ah, that's a great—that's a great question, Alan. Because part of the mainframe was very much a scale-up world. You know, if you wanted more processing power, you added more MIPS. One single operating system, unified database, transaction monitors, etc. It, it is absolutely 100% unique these days. Everything else is scale-out. Mm -hmm. How can I take a scale-up environment and move it to scale-out? And that's what we've tried to do with our software-defined mainframe is to give someone the ability to move an application without recompiling it, without changing the data, Mm -hmm. down to an environment that now will do scale-out. So this take full advantage of Linux, of OpenStack, of cloud deployment models, take that exact same application, and now I can run it in the scale-out world. That's only the first step because you're going to want to maintain it and then you're gonna to wanna to transition to uh, modern languages. But it's a lot easier to take advantage of the innovation and community of open source off the mainframe than it is on. You know? yeah. Sure, IBM has Linux on the mainframe, I, sure. But you tell me where the community and innovation is going. Right? It's going to cloud, it's going to x86, it's going everywhere else.
0: You know what? It's going well. Look, you can run containers and stuff on mainframe, but look, when I'm talking to startups and 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 even enterprises now, Dale, who are, you know, high 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 performing IT organizations, let's call them, right? They're not Google and they're not Facebook, but they're not necessarily iron miners or something, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, they're talking about things like Kubernetes and yes. serverless and microservices, and, and I'm not saying that you couldn't run these on a mainframe. I'm just saying I don't think I don't know if it's if if it's the right tool for the job. You know, one thing I learned <laughs> as I grew up, I was never a handy guy, Dale. Right, but tools make the man,
1: right. <laughs> 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 and, yeah. and you know what I'm saying? And so, so Alan, I, you're Alan, you're 100% right. And and this idea of bringing DevOps to the mainframe, which uh, is Compuware's story, depends on two things. First, you have to have the tooling, as you said, to make that happen. But much, much harder. And I've even read some of the, the, the posts up on DevOps.com about this. The culture is the challenge. Yeah. So, uh, so you can't just try and take the culture and bring the tools into that world and expect it to take, it's not going to do it. Now, so we're, we're sort of the other way around. We're saying bring that workload to the world where DevOps readily right right? now. Are you going to keep running those applications? You know, no, but to your point, uh, they're not so easy to change, uh, in, in a big way. But if I can get out of the complexities of the operational environment, because DevOps is a combination of operations and agile development, as you all well understand. Sure, I could do the agile development, but how do I deal with the operational side of that? How do I do all of the automation that's required? How can I take a fix? But can you imagine trying to roll out one-tenth of the fixes that Amazon does in a day on a mainframe? Uh-huh. Very, very difficult to do. Yeah. Now, I would ask you, any large customer that you speak to, if you said to them, if you had it to do all over again, right now, would you build it on the mainframe? And I'll bet you seven out of ten would say no. So yeah. the challenge for mainframers is it's hard to get off, but they don't. The challenges of staying are not free either. So, so this, to me, bringing. DevOps and Agile to the mainframe is 100% reasonable, intelligent story. I haven't seen it be successful. And I think the dynamics of the workforce are in play.
0: Yeah. And so Dale, we don't have a lot of time, but I want to ask you, so I'm not as familiar with your company. This is our first conversation. I'd love to see some case studies of companies who have sort of migrated to you know, the software as a mainframe kind of thing and, and, and see what their, uh, what their experience has been, you know yeah. and, and, and so forth. Uh,
1: yeah, well, how long that, are you guys offering this? That's is a, a perfectly reasonable thing to do, uh, and, and, and I'll see uh, when we're offline if we can't if we can make that happen there there's a there's two parts to, to this whole conversation of moving mainframe workload one is the infrastructure side the operational side and mm-hmm. the second one is the applications running the application technology itself and our solution is designed to allow you to move the applications and get rid of the infrastructure side and take full advantage of a linux vm openstack openshift container world in order to do that that's the first part of the conversation there is not many people that we speak to who aren't intrigued by the notion of cloud. Sure. And whether it's public or private, mm-hmm. once you say that, what you're saying is I want to be in an agile scale out world.
0: Hmm? Yeah.
1: Now the problem is so few of the vendors left in the mainframe world are actually innovating. And I assert copy is one of them, but for the most part, they seem to be more interested in managing a maintenance revenue stream. Yeah. That's not really conducive for what we're trying to what we're trying to accomplish.
0: Understood. You know what, Dale, we're gonna to need to continue this conversation because we're about out of time. But let let's do that. Um fascinating stuff. And you know what? People make fun, they hear mainframes and say boring. But this really is fascinating stuff, right? And it and it and it's real world, you know, because there's still a lot of stuff running on those mainframes.
1: Nobody wants to get off because it's a bad box, because it's not. I mean, it's an incredible yeah. piece of engineering.
0: No yeah, question. Yeah, it really is. It, we'll have still, to talk to you again, no, Alex. All right, Dale Vecchio, uh, was it CMO or VP Marketing? CMO. CMO at uh, LZ Labs. Thanks for being my guest on DevOps uh, Chat today. Good luck, and we'll be speaking to you soon.
1: My pleasure.